amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Almost October. That'll start tomorrow. Approaching the dark winter that we've all been promised. What do we have here? The 30th day of September 2021. Welcome to the Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu Peters. So we've shown you lots of doctors on this show who have been warped by COVID-19. They've turned into petty dictators, wannabe tyrants. We've told you about Mayo Clinic ICU director, Courtney Bennett, whose response to unvaccinated patients is please go the hell away and die. Or how about Mayo General Surgeon Mark Sawyer, who fantasizes about denying sick people medical care and then staring them in the eyes as they die, muttering it's too late. We have heard allegations of doctors from nurse whistleblowers on this program, doctors who are vaccinating sedated patients without their consent. These are all normal medical doctors, which is bad enough. But today we're going to take a look into the world of psychiatry. Think about what we trust psychiatrists to do. We trust them to care for some of our most vulnerable individuals, people who are depressed, even suicidal. People whose lives might be falling apart from stress or mental illness. Think about today's environment. Real people are losing their jobs. People are afraid to fly, thinking about throwing a blood clot, or even worse, their vaccine-mandated pilot biting the bullet at 30,000 feet. We all know how that story ends. The draconian lockdowns, separation from family and friends. Kids, little children being tortured and muzzled at the hands of little tyrannical psychopaths in their schools. The promise of a dark winter, the loss of life. There is a lot going on, and it's healthy to seek guidance from mental health experts. A lot of people are doing that. Now, a normal doctor with a bad bedside manner might be unpleasant to visit. But a psychiatrist with a bad bedside manner might push a patient into self-harm or even worse, suicide. So consider that when you hear the audio recording that I'm about to play. The man that you will hear on this recording is Dr. Steven Sobel of San Diego. Dr. Sobel is a psychiatrist. Dr. Sobel is charged with the tremendous responsibility of helping his patients to deal with trauma, anxiety, stress, sleep disorders, and depression among other things. In short, Dr. Steven Sobel of San Diego has an incredibly important role in the life of people who depend on him greatly. Keep that in mind when you listen to this. It's also a personal choice to pay taxes. Mm. It's also a personal choice to stop at red lights. It's also a personal personal choice to wear a bike helmet. Lots of personal choices that you do. 
So I will continue to work with you, but you need to understand that I have zero respect for anybody, including you, who chooses not to be vaccinated. Because I have also patients who desperately want to be vaccinated but can't because they have illnesses and can't go out of the house because of it. Because of people like you choosing to be selfish. I don't, I don't understand. If you're vaccinated, then why is it, why is it a problem? If because, you're got, because you're spreading the disease. Do you, are you really this, un, this uninformed? I mean, I'm perfectly healthy, so how am I spreading the disease? I, I, don't, well, I, I don't get it. I mean, well, I'm sorry. I thought you're more intelligent than you are, apparently. But I don't, I don't understand. If I'm perfectly healthy, how am I spreading the disease? Because you don't know that you're perfectly healthy, people can get asymptomatic COVID. Do you not understand this stuff? Do you not even try to read about it? I, I do read about it, and it just... Then how do you not know this? How do you not know this? I don't, I don't understand. If you're, if you're vaccinated, it seems like you would then be safe, you know, from someone. Okay, I got COVID. Despite being vaccinated, because I was near someone like you who chose not to be vaccinated, and they gave it to me. So don't tell me that you're safe and not causing trouble to anybody, because you are. You and I have disagreed politically, and I have not lost respect for you. I have now lost respect for you. You decide what you want to do in terms of treatment. I will continue to treat you, but you need to understand that I have no respect for you. You should be ashamed of yourself for, 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 the, for the nonsense that you're spewing. You should be ashamed of yourself. You are the very last patient in my entire caseload is not vaccinated. Everyone else cares about their fellow man. Everyone. Including, by the way, people that did get COVID and still got vaccinated. Um, Monday, September 27th, 10 a.m. I expect to be vaccinated by then. Or if you're not vaccinated, I expect you to have one heck of an informed answer. Try to think about what you just heard. We pay psychiatrists to treat the mentally troubled or emotionally fragile. Imagine you were sick, depressed, filled with anxiety, unable to sleep at night, and you went to this man for help. And instead, you get this authoritarian, narcissistic beating. Actually, we don't need to imagine because dozens of other people have had the misfortune of receiving care from Dr. Sobel. Here's some of his reviews. Quote, I was given medicine that interacted with my heart medicine, almost killing me. My cardiologist said that any psychiatrist should know not to mix what he prescribed me with what I told him I was currently on. Also, my whole appointment was useless. He basically tried to sell me his book that he wrote and didn't take any of my issues seriously. Here's another quote. This man is extremely hostile and impatient. I had a death in the family and was unable to make my appointment. I was called by Dr. Sobel immediately and chewed out for missing my appointment. I've never felt so small speaking with a man who's supposed to help people. And another quote. Stephen Sobel is a dangerous man with a prescription pad. My 22-year-old son died September 5th, 2016 of an opiate addiction that began with an Adderall prescription from Sobel. He refused to believe that our son was abusing them, continuing to prescribe not only amphetamines, but up to seven different psychotropic drugs in one month, changing them every two weeks over two years. 
He had no clear diagnosis, just kept throwing meds into his system. Do not go anywhere near this doctor. We haven't decided yet what legal actions we will take, but he needs to lose his license. I agree. There's another review that's too long to read here, but it's a woman who says that Dr. Sobel abandoned her as a client, putting her at risk of not being able to refill her prescription for a daily medication that she relies on to treat anxiety. Sobel's behavior put her well-being and perhaps her safety at risk, and she ends her review by noting that she plans to file a complaint with the Board of Behavior Sciences. I could go on like this for the whole hour. There are that many negative reviews for this doctor, but apparently he still has a license. Tells you everything you need to know about American medicine. Now we're going to talk to the person who was on the receiving end of that tirade from Dr. Sobel. It's Deanna Lorraine, whom we've had on this program before, and she joins us now. So you're a seemingly strong person, but you've trusted this guy to help you stay mentally strong. How did this affect you? Well, I see him uh, primarily for sleep. I've had sleep issues for many years, um, have trouble sleeping. Obviously, there's so much craziness in the world. A lot of people have trouble sleeping. But um, so I trusted this doctor. We've had kind of a, a, you know, a couple years long relationship at least. And the last six months, he's been every single appointment. He's been asking me when am I going to get the vaccine? Have I gotten the vaccine? And then when I haven't, he's berated me. And so finally, this time, it was such a long rant that I, I mean, I had to record it because I didn't think anyone would believe me if I told them. And number two, I think this just has to get out there. You cannot be a doctor and be treating your patients like this. So it made me, of course, it felt belittling. It was, it was shaming. And when I hear those words back to me, when you played it, it's actually, um, it's kind of, it's shocking. Once again, even though I went through it again, but it's shocking as someone who's trusting their doctor, especially in this area, you know, with sleep or anxiety or things like that to berate you and shame you and make you feel so horrible just for not getting a vaccine is beyond disgusting. And I I can't believe that this is what the medical field has turned into. I'm not even going to address his lack of knowledge and complete disregard for how vaccines are supposed to work. When right. he went on talking about whole other how animal. he was vaccinated and yet still got sick from supposedly an unvaccinated person. Scientifically, well, that is impossible. But the lack of the regard work, yeah. for his, the lack of regard for his responsibility in dealing with people who are there to stay strong mentally, he has completely disregarded and could cause tremendous damage if he's able to hold on to his license. So, right, exactly. And the fact that he told me that I'm the last holdout of all his patients, I'm the only one who hasn't gotten the vaccine. So that tells me that he's been doing the same thing to all of his other patients, right? And making them feel so horrible and shaming and be and berating them. It was beyond shaming. It was berating uh, to get the vaccine. And I'm luckily, I am emotionally and a mentally strong person. But if somebody was there for depression, which a lot of his patients are depression or anxiety or maybe bipolar or something, that kind of a talk could push someone over the edge. You know, I mean, and you're you're dealing with a time where people are isolated from their friends and family. There's drinking problems, drug problems created from this and all of these issues that are created from these lockdowns. And they're trusting a doctor to be a safe space. I hate to use that word, but they're trusting their doctor to be safe and someone who cares about them, not give them this horrible authoritarian uh, berating sort of rant and make them feel terrible. 
And if, if I did get the vaccine because of his guidance and I got a, a terrible side effect, I doubt he would be there to take any responsibility or blame for it afterwards. Seems that he's been avoiding responsibility and just pushing his book. Nobody should have to go through this. Deanna Lorraine, thank you so much. Thank you. Roman Garcia is a former FBI agent assigned to the Behavioral Analysis Unit. He's a mental health expert, and he joins us now. I mean, you heard what this doctor said. What's the big picture here? Well, I think we're learning uh, more and more what side people are on. You know, we're at war. People are suffering. And as a healthcare provider, I, I was a tactical medic in the FBI, and my job was to treat the wounded, good or bad. We try treated the bad guys and the good guys. You see that in war, they'll treat the enemy as much as they treat the their own men with a sense of urgency as well. And for this person to victimize and put their own agenda ahead of someone else's, it's, um, I mean, it's dangerous. People are suffering, especially mental health issues. It's, it's, it's kind of like, it's just, it's unfathomable. People um, trust guys like this with their entire lives. They open up to these people seeking ways to become stronger. And he told Deanna Lorraine, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. And mental health issues are as bad or as critical to treat, if not more critical to treat than a, a severed arm or anything like that. It's, it's crazy. So, um, you know, for my advice for people out there is if you're seeking help and you don't like the help you're getting, seek different help. There's thousands of people out there who think the way you do or who make you feel comfortable. That's one of the main things about anything out there, you know, in the FBI crisis negotiation, um, source development, interrogation. It's, it's about building rapport. If you don't have the rapport, you can't do anything else. So that's the main thing. And that goes, the, goes with mental health as well. If you don't feel comfortable, you need to get out and find someplace safe because that's the reason we're in mental health in the first place is because we don't feel safe. We're suffering. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important to note that this is not an isolated incident. This is going on all over the country. So if this is happening to you, you're not alone. Deanna Lorraine just had the wherewithal you know, to think the foresight, to think I, I better get this recorded so that people can actually amazing. see that this is going on. Roman Garcia, thank you. So- to, Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. For people to hear that, it's, it's amazing to know like, Hey, I'm not alone. And I'm just encouraging people to get out there and, and find help, find someone who you can trust, find someone who you could talk to. We are at war and there's casualties of war and we need to get back in the fight because it's not over. I got to go. Roman Garcia. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. 
I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Mike is offering the sale of the year. You will receive 50% off his Giza Dream Sheets. Just go to MyPillow.com and you will receive a set for as low as $49.99 with promo code STU. Or call 800-262-2403 and be sure to use STU at checkout. Well, San Diego, California's public schools have mandated vaccines for all eligible students, which because of the Biden administration's aggressive pressure on the FDA could soon be everyone all the way down to kindergarten. Six-year-old children forced to get an experimental, quote, vaccine for a disease that we know with absolute certainty poses almost no risk to them at all. And guess what? If these vaccines turn out to have hidden and unknown side effects, if they end up harming or even killing thousands of children because we rushed them out and forced millions of kids to get them for no reason, nobody will be held accountable. Thanks to our own United States Congress, Big Pharma is completely immune from all liability for these COVID shots that they've so aggressively rushed out and pushed on the entire population. The bill in question is the PrEP Act, and Congress rushed it through in the early days of the pandemic. They were panicking and willing to do anything. It's the same reason we shut down the entire economy, shut down schools, ruined thousands of small businesses, gutted normal life. That's the power of a panic. Karen Kingston is a former pharmaceutical employee and a current biotech analyst. She knows all about the process that led to these vaccines and is qualified to speak on these liability-free vaccine mandates. And she joins us now. The PrEP Act allows people to essentially commit aggravated assault on children. That's what you've said. What do you mean? Thank you for having me on, Stu. It's an honor to be here again. Just So just to clarify how I got to that statement was the San Diego Unified School District put on their agenda to make a mandate, to mandate all children 16 and older um, to be fully vaccinated by December 20th in order to attend school. And what, as you know, this, as you just said, the vaccine is far more dangerous to children than than COVID itself, right? You have a 0.0004% chance of actually getting infected and, and having mortality from it if you're a child. And if you take a look at the studies, what I pointed out to the San Diego Unified School District is, first of all, it was approved with the mandate that there are six studies done in myocarditis. And um, if you have a 17-year-old teenage son, like I do, he's at the highest risk for heart inflammation. And they're saying, well, heart inflammation, no big deal. They go to the hospital, send you home with some ibuprofen, they'll be fine. Well, the first sign of, of myocarditis or cardiomyopathy in many people, if you're a young teenager or healthy adult, is death by sudden cardiac arrest, and that's in about 10% per a study in circulation from the American Heart Association. Furthermore, there's another study that was mandated upon approval that they have to do in children aged 12 and adults up to the age of 29, and it's an immunogenicity study. What does that mean? For the FDA's own definition, that is the antibodies that are being caused by the spike protein that you're producing because of the virus. And those antibodies attack self. And those those attacks can be um, result in autoimmune diseases, permanent disabilities, and death. For the FDA's own definition. So how dare they mandate children get injected with something that can cause their own immune systems to kill them? Well, the reason why is because they're under this illusion, or I would call it the delusion of the PrEP Act. 
And under the PREP Act, it says that you cannot be charged with willful misconduct, whether you're a manufacturer or you're a programmer. Uh, sorry, what do they call it? A, a program planner. So that would be uh, the San Diego School District. So the definition of willful misconduct, and I wanted to, to uh, read it to you directly. It says, intentionally achieve a wrongful purpose, knowingly, without legal or any factual justification, and in disregard for the risk, knowing that the risks far outweigh the benefits. Okay, so that is actually negligent homicide or conspiring, which just means two or more people agree to commit a crime of aggravated assault or murder. But it's okay because under the PREP Act, uh, you cannot be charged or found against if you're a manufacturer or distributor, um, if HHS chooses not to enforce any action against you, or let's say you're a school board, a program planner, or qualified person, and you're acting in accordance with the guidelines and recommendations issued by HHS. So I just reminded the San Diego Unified School District, just because you got a memo saying it's okay for you to put our children's lives and health at risk so that you get large financial gain and benefits from the government funding or Gates Foundation or wherever you're getting it from, that memo will not hold up in court because we have a thing called the Constitution and the 14th and the Ninth Amendment. And the Ninth Amendment states, we don't need to make a, 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 a law in the Bill of Rights or the Constitution doesn't need to make a law that states, hey, governments can't make it official for school boards or local governments or employees to mandate that you get injected with a biological agent that has a higher risk of death and harm than any benefit in order for you to keep your job or go to school or pursue your, you know, your, your happiness or your rights to liberty. That's what the Ninth Amendment is about. And so I just reminded them that eventually justice will prevail. And I also welcome them to debate me uh, in, the, in public court, basically, any, on, any, on any news station. Yeah, we'll have them on here. I have no problem hosting that particular debate. Dr. Carrie Madej was on the program yesterday. She came here with slides, the first U.S. lab that we know of, we reported on the first U.S. lab that has looked at the vials and the substances of the Moderna and J&J shots. Inside of there was a self-aware organism that was moving. They were growing. They were building things. Uh, there, there was obviously hydrogel in these things uh, is, is what Dr. Carrie Madej was saying they've lied. They've completely lied about all of this. One thing that they have not been able to lie about is the black box warning that was put on these particular shots addressing myocarditis. A child between the ages of 12 and 17 is six times more likely to experience serious cardiac issues from these shots than they are to experience serious illness from COVID, the so-called virus itself. To that, you say what? I would say two things to that. Two, um, the instance of myocarditis is much higher. But let's address what um, uh, Carrie Madej found. So I would like for you to put up on, on the screen here the uh, August 23rd submission from Pfizer on the ingredients. As you can see, um, about 20% of the ingredients are, are redacted. So who knows what's in this? What's even more alarming is the next uh, slide from the biological license from August 23rd submission. And that is that... Um, 85% of the safety and toxicity of the ingredients, the testing is redacted, and the results are redacted. Um, so this appears to be a likely known poison to harm human beings. And again, under Section 3024, um, it was not in the government's, uh, they didn't believe it was in a, a human subject's best interest 
uh, to notify us of this. And then in regards to myocarditis and COVID-19, I'd like you to share this report from the weekly morbidity and mortality weekly report from August from the CDC. And as you can see, there's two spikes there. Um, and the two groups, uh, there's one spike around December, starting in January, in children um, ages zero to four and 12 to 15. And there's a, a creep of hospitalizations from COVID-19. Then there's an additional spike right around mid-May. What for the 12 to 15 year olds and the one to four year olds? Well, what happened in mid-May? Well, on May 10th, Pfizer issued the EUA for 12 to 15 year olds. And if you read the report, it says here, adolescents aged 12 to 17 years, the only pediatric age group from COVID vaccine is currently approved. Rates were approximately 10 times higher in the vaccinated compared to the fully vaccinated. As we know, most children, when they, if they have a severe adverse event, it's within 24 or 48 hours of the first or second dose. So these children being hospitalized in the 12 to 15 or up to 17 year old group are the ones that are being hospitalized because of the injections. The, the zero to four group, they're being hospitalized because of shedding. Because in December, their parents started getting injected and their grandparents started getting injected. And these zero to four year olds are having severe uh, reactions to the shedding of the spike proteins. And then it spikes again when the 12 to 15 year olds, when their siblings are getting injected. We heard about uh, a 12 year old on the program yesterday from Dr. Jane Ruby, who said that this person wanted to have the shot because they wanted to play soccer. Their parents allowed them to make this decision as 12 years old, 12 years old. As a result of that, uh, major blood clots had to have one leg amputated, was scheduled to have his second leg amputated because of this shot, but instead died. It is your job as a parent. It is your fundamental, it's your only job. When you become a parent, that is your only job, really. And it is your job to protect your kids by any means necessary. If your child's school is mandating these shots that have proven to be dangerous and in many cases deadly, Take them out. You have to protect them. Take them out of school. I got to go. Karen Kingston, thank you so much. Thank you, Stu. Protect your kids by any means necessary. Protect yourself as well. Early treatment protocol. You are going to become sick. And so will your kids being around these inoculated people. We have talked a lot about this transmission or shedding phenomenon. One way to do it is with Dr. Zelenko's COVID killer. This guy saved 99.9% of the high-risk COVID patients that he treated, saving thousands of lives in upstate New York, which is why he's a Nobel Prize nominee, which is why he's a nominee for the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I trust this guy. He's got an early treatment protocol that's available at ZStackProtocol.com. This includes the quercetin, the zinc, the vitamin D3, all of these things properly dosed, put into one pill to save you the hassle of having to do it all yourself. Uh, Go to ZStackProtocol.com right now. Again, ZStackProtocol.com and stay healthy. The Stu Peter Show continues right now. But with all of these vaccine mandates coming down everywhere, it may seem hopeless, like inevitably the government is going to kick in your door, force a needle into your arm. But that may not have to be the case. It's absolutely possible to fight back against this and win. Jeff Childers is an attorney in Florida. He represented 250 city employees in Gainesville, the city where the University of Florida is located. Well, it's a liberal college town So no surprise, the city council tried to impose a vax mandate on all of its employees. Childers sued on their behalf, and he won. A Florida judge ruled that the city's vaccine mandate cannot be enforced on city employees. But so far, the press has completely ignored reporting on any of it, nationally or even in all of Florida. So Jeff is joining us right now to spread the good news. This isn't a hopeless battle, then. It's it's possible to win and fight back to protect your personal medical autonomy. 
That's correct, Stu. These vaccine mandates are totally unconstitutional. We recognize that from day one. I think there's been a really organized battle plan on behalf of the pro-vaccine lobby, you know, whatever you want to uh, call that or or whoever you think is involved. But Psychopathic serial killers. Go ahead. I'll use your words, but um, they started a long time ago. And uh, I don't know. Have you ever heard of the case of uh, Jacobson versus Massachusetts from 19? Okay, so starting about six months ago or maybe longer, the the media started running stories about this case. And it's this antique case from 1905 where the Supreme Court said that Massachusetts law requiring its citizens to get smallpox injections during outbreaks or get a five dollar fine was okay. All right. So the Supreme Court blessed that. And so, you know, starting, you know, maybe a year ago, the the media was running articles about this case and how it was it was a a mandate killer. Right. I mean, it would just support any mandate the government wanted to do, even though it's, you know, 140 years old, even though at the time it was only applicable during smallpox outbreaks, which is like a a huge killer. And uh, there was only a five dollar fine. And the smallpox vaccine had been around since the 1700s and it was well known and safe. So anyway, a lot of lawyers got scared of this case, this uh, this Jacobson case. And and in you know different places like in Texas, there's this Methodist hospital case where a federal judge upheld the hospital's uh, vaccine mandate and cited the Jacobson case. And so everybody was terrified of it, but they they don't understand what the case really says. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And, and that's what we used in our template. We used, instead of running from Jacobson, we embraced Jacobson. Because what Jacobson says, and granted that language is a little archaic, right? They, you know, it's not these and nows or anything, but it's pretty dense. And what it really says is the Supreme Court said, hey, the federal constitution doesn't say anything about vaccine mandates. So you have to look to the law of the individual state. That's what it says. And in Massachusetts, they've got this crazy constitution that's a collectivist wet dream, right? It gives the, you know, it talks about how everybody's in it for the common good and, you know, and all these things. And the Supreme Court said, hey, it's, you know, that's what they all agreed to when they passed this Massachusetts constitution, but it is the leftmost constitution in any state in the country. Have you gone to any of the media with this? I mean, have you done a press release? Have you shown Florida media outlets that you have defeated this tyrannical overreach by government? Have you talked with national news networks, sent tips to their news desks? Have you attempted to get the word out to people that if we fight back against these 
overreaching communistic dictatorial mandates, the stripping of your medical freedom, if we fight this, that we can indeed win? Have you gone to the media with this? The media has a blackout on us. And yes, we have. So you have. Uh, we, we have emails after emails, phone calls. Um, you know, interestingly, even Fox News, who is running vaccine mandate stories about every 15 minutes, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, will not pick up the story. Fox and, News has more tyrannical mandates internally for their own employees than what Biden wishes to push. Every employee at Fox News is required to get tested daily if they have not been vaccinated, as opposed to the tyrannical overlord, the so-called president, Joe Biden, who wants everybody to get tested weekly if you're a federal employee and you have not been vaccinated yet. So Fox News is a propaganda machine pushing a vaccine narrative that's completely nonsense because they're liars behind closed doors. They are equally as tyrannical, if not more, than what we're seeing from the federal government. So uh, what you're saying there doesn't surprise me. Has anybody else responded to you and told you why they're not willing to show the public that they can fight back against this overtaking of personal medical autonomy? Yeah. And let me say um, what where we've been blacked out is in national media. One hundred percent. I've had ton of media from local from uh, Epic Times, from international media even, right? But none of the U.S. national media wants to touch this story. And, and it's the same thing that happened. I don't know if you know this, but I also won at the District Court of Appeal a case where the District Court of Appeal found that mandatory masking was presumptively unconstitutional. That was in May. We haven't gotten any national coverage on that story either, even though it's the only appellate decision in the entire country finding that, that mandatory masking is unconstitutional. That doesn't so, show you where our American media stands right now. I don't know what else will. This is something that they want. They need this to happen so that they can control their base. They can control the populace with these mandates. They can. There will be two systems, I believe, here, Jeff. And I don't know, you're an attorney uh, and you've done a phenomenal job there, and I want to commend you for that. But this all boils down to a, a two-party system, and I'm not talking Republicans and Democrats. I'm talking elite ruling class and subservient slaves. And the ruling class is not a part of the group that we're not a part of that group. We're a part of the latter. And that is what the media is being paid to push so that they can empower the people who want to rule over even your personal medical autonomy. It's disgusting. I've got about a minute left here. Your final words. Yeah. So um, what I want to tell your folks is that these cases can win. We the template is very simple, right? It is unconstitutional. They don't own your body. They're trying to treat our bodies like property. A farmer has a herd of cattle and nobody cares what that farmer injects in those cows because they're his property. Right. And back in, uh, you know, 1700, they owned people and you could inject into those people that you owned anything that you wanted. But we fought a bloody civil war in this country to end that. And so your body is your body and it's nobody else's. It's not the government's for sure, because what's the difference between a slave owner and a slave versus a free citizen who's a citizen of a government? If you can't do with your body what you want to do with it, then you have no rights left. You're just a slave. Now, you're licensed to practice law in the state of Florida. Will you help other attorneys that are outside of your state? to formulate this package if they should reach out to you? How do they get a hold of you? How does somebody get a hold of you for help and fighting back against this in their communities, either in or outside of Florida? Yeah, 
I will help other attorneys. Absolutely. The best way to get a hold of me right now, because all my other um, communications venues are just buried right now, but I have a blog, www.coffeeandcovid.com. That's the name of the blog, Coffee and COVID. And uh, my messages there are under control because it's a subscription-based thing. So if they'll just log in there, subscribe, I'll have their contact info. They can send me a message on that platform. And attorneys, I prioritize to the top. I'll talk to any attorney anywhere and try to help them out. Good. All right. Jeff Childers, congratulations on your success. And we will not ignore stories like this. We want people to understand that they can fight back against this, that that those people that that sacrificed their lives by signing up for our United States Armed Forces, by the way, under attack themselves. We're also fighting back against that. Uh, those people who have died previously for this country, for the very freedoms that we're discussing, have not done that for naught. They have not died in vain, that you can preserve your constitutional and God-given inherent rights to make choices after your own health. And thank you for fighting on behalf of those 250 city employees. We hope that your fight continues. It seems like we know that it will. Jeff Childers, coffeeandcovid.com. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Take care. Don't lay down. Don't roll over. Don't take it in the shorts from these people. We must fight back. We are the majority. We are God's people, and we will defeat evil. We must fight back. Do not let this propagandist media machine, this media industrial complex, run you over and make you feel helpless. We can win this thing, and we will. We know how the book ends. I'm just so happy to see attorneys like Jeff Childers out there taking the fight to it. He won with these 250 city employees. If you're an attorney out there, you know where to go now. Coffeeandcovid.com. Reach out to this guy. Get some help. Don't be too prideful. Uh, Get his recommendations. He's been victorious. He's found success. Reach out to this guy, Jeff Childers, at coffeeandcovid.com. I want to tell you about our great friends over at steponsocks.com. They have the product that physically allows you to literally step on the very snakes that are trying to snatch away your personal medical autonomy. Uh, These are the people who want to shred the Constitution right in front of your face. The globalists like Clinton, Obama, Biden, Fauci, Gates, Pelosi, their names written right on the bottom of the step on socks so you can get that sense of satisfaction. And also, red pill people, when you take your shoes off in a public location, People go, what is that? What is that? And you can show them that you are proud to step on these snakes. My favorite is the trust in God sock. That's right. I walk around stepping on sin all day long. Uh, Also, Second Amendment flags and silver available at StepOnSocks.com. I can assure you that when you do business with StepOnSocks.com, you're doing business with patriots whom I have come to know personally, and I know for sure that they love this constitutional republic. Go to StepOnSocks.com right now. Make sure that you mention Stu Peters when you go to StepOnSocks.com. Well, on the election fraud front, the focus these last few weeks has been on Arizona with its audit. But you and I both know that there were a lot of very sketchy states on election night. One state that was questionable both on election night, even a month later, and continuing now is Georgia. David Wilhelm was hired by the National Republican Senatorial Committee to oversee the runoffs in Georgia. He worked as an absentee ballot box observer in athens Clark County. To be clear, He was a paid Republican Party employee, and he had one job, to report anything shady up the chain. But it turns out Republican leaders weren't interested in detecting fraud, according to David. This is part of the message that David sent us earlier this week. Quote, for nine months, I've been trying to get to anyone to give attention to this crooked situation. My initial position was to observe any irregularities of voting in athens Clark County. There are plenty. My observation showed multiple ballots, personnel going into the office and leaving with empty ballots after hours, open ballots driven to other locations, volunteers being given keys to ballot boxes, vans full of young people dumped backpacks of ballots 
out-of-state people voted by ballot. To drive the point home, David tells us that, quote, I'll submit to a firing squad in College Square in Athens if I'm proven wrong, but I'm not. David recorded video of large tote bags being carried into offices by election workers. He later says he recorded a video of those tote bags filled with ballots being loaded into a black car. Sadly, he says he sent that video to the National Republican Senatorial Committee and did not save it. That wouldn't matter if the NRSC had responded to David's reports, but he says they ignored him completely. Quote, each GOP organization has disappeared or become completely inactive. No media outlet would do anything about these irregularities. At first, the problem is absolute fraud from the left. But now I feel, and I'm sure I'm not alone, the true info is covered up and folks like John Fredericks, that's a radio host, I believe, are only going to use what they can to get more money. It's been depressing, but I'm not surrendering. Well, we don't want to surrender either, and we're not going to. We're not going to ignore David Wilhelm, and he joins us now. David, thank you for coming. Specifically, what did you see? Tell us your story. I started after the November 3rd elections. There were suspicions of what had happened in Athens, Clark County. There was a proposition, proposition brought up to inspect the ballots, which was completely disregarded by the Board of Electors. They brought an ACLU lawyer that said it was against civil rights to look at votes. So they did get a poll watcher to look at the signatures of 3,154 ballots, and he said the signatures were correct. That's only of, of 100,000 ballots put in through Athens, Georgia. From this, I was hired by the GOP Senate Committee to observe the ballot box, absentee ballot boxes, Athens, Clark County, and notarized poll watcher on election days. From that day, started with the 25th of December, a lot of irregularities. We had extra people putting in, or people putting in extra ballots. We have vehicles going in with the young kids. We know this has happened. It's already been reported. We have the evidence. Black Mercedes-Benz Sprinters, 2015 Sprinter 2500s. The same vehicles are also part of Allsoft's entourage when he goes and tours throughout the city when he was speaking. We have this evidence. It's video. I have over 381 videos and photos of data of everything between December 22nd and the beginning of January the 6th. All this I have submitted to the GOP party to see this. We know that these backpackers were there. They gave keys to the Democrat volunteers from the Democrat Party in athens Clark County, gave them the keys. I called them. There's no chain of custody. They let these volunteers take the keys to the boxes and take any ballots they want and bring them back. There's no supervision of this, except when they let a BOE, that's the Board of Elections, employee goes with them. However, this Mercedes vehicles, these out-of-state people, the ballot stuffing, not only does the city know this, the city council, the mayor knows this happened. This is all on video at the city. They're all part of this leftist regime change. They know this evidence is there, but even what's worse is we know good and well 
This evidence throughout the whole state was given to the GOP party and they've decided to do nothing. It's been a complete surrender. Have you seen anything worse than Leffner? She couldn't wait to just give up on the fifth. So it's pretty insane. Specifically, what Republican leaders are covering this up? I want you to name them. Raffensperger. He knows this. Purdue knows this. Kemp knows this. Leffler knows this. Anyone underneath knows this also. And you know that because you personally delivered your video and photographic evidence to the appropriate people, specifically Republicans, who have now gone completely dark. They have intentionally ignored this, as well as every media outlet up until this one that you have been to has completely ignored this. From a paid GOP employee whose specific job was to detect and report any shady, sketchy, or suspicious or blatant activity that you have witnessed. Yes. Every official I've tried, everyone I can get to inside Georgia, everyone within Athens, Clark County, within Georgia, and then to the national GOP headquarters in DC, with through which I was contracted. I've gotten no responses except like blank. And the people that you named, Raffensperger, Kemp, Leffler, these people that you have named, how do you know for certain that they are in possession of the materials that you had possession of? I've sent them to them. I've sent them to the, these particular personal people's addresses that I could find. I've sent them to the National Board in D.C. There's another question that I've had. We have plenty of the evidence of the Democrat operatives being illegal. There's also insert agents inside the University of Georgia that assisted this. I don't have the proof of that because I did not work the November 3rd election. This is of the highest suspicion. They worked within with the ballots in December for the Senate runoff and in January. I can't say for specifically that the regents are in this, but there are parts within North Campus of the University of Georgia that are working along with this this cover-up or the cover the illegal ballots. Every how, how many times? Like I, said, I mean, how many emails? How many times have you persisted? How how often? How frequently have you tried to reach out to these people to make sure that they were hearing your voice? That you have this evidence. You sent them these videos, and what do you suspect happened? To the videos. Dozens of times. And honestly, I've gotten to the point where I was giving up because there's no one else to reach out to until I saw your video the other day where you said you wanted to start to hold GOP accountable. And it's changed to me where we know these tactics, illegal works by the left is the Democrat Party. We know they've done this. But why is all this evidence? There's enough for a storm. There's enough evidence for tsunami to wipe out through Georgia. I only know what happened in Georgia. I didn't work in the rest of the nation. But if we know that Georgia has been corrupted and used in this way, we can not, it's just knowledge is everywhere else. This is exactly why the people that we are asking, why are you not fighting for a full forensic audit in the state of Georgia? This answers all of my questions. 
And you're right. Accountability is what I'm looking for, but it doesn't have anything to do with the GOP, Republicans, Democrats, liberals, conservatives, none of that. This has everything to do with holding communists accountable who are overtaking this country by any means necessary. And you were a firsthand witness to that. So I'm going to give you my word, David Wilhelm. We are going to reach out to all of the people that you have specifically named. We are going to ask them, what did you do? What did you do with these videos? And I would ask every viewer and or listener of the Stu Peter show to make sure that you contact these people specifically. And I want you to name them again. I want you to name the people that you have sent this to who have blatantly ignored this. Name them. Do it. Skip, Purdue, Raffensperger, Leffler. Now, I do have one thing to point out. I want to send a warning to Jody Heiss because Athens Clark County is laughing. This movement's gone backwards. They affected the national vote. Then they've overturned the Senate vote for this illegal thing. We have a pretending acting person trying to make person everyone believe that he's the president. We have two fraudulent people up in DC in DC as if they're senates. They're laughing in Athens because they know they can fabricate 100,000 votes to take out Jody Heiss. Jody Heiss needs to wake up neither realize what's going on in this district, realize it, or someone in his office is hiding this from him. I think there need, there's ought to be an, an audit of personnel within the University of Georgia. We know the city council in Athens is, they're gone. They should just be swept out, arrested, and replaced. Every GOP person, if it's not the directly senator, someone within their office is not providing them with this information. And this specifically, I need, everyone needs to get attention, especially Jody Heiss, because this is where it's going to go down to. They're going to burn through this section of Georgia. If he doesn't wake up and understand what they're doing, they're already laughing about it. They know they can make the votes. They've changed the national election. They put in these two fraudulent guys in D.C. to be senators who don't deserve to be there. Imagine all the laws for the past nine months that are being passed. That's right. This is all wrong. That's right. And, and they could have and stolen an election else away is from guilty of it. Not just them, but everyone who is complicit in not changing what should legally be done. That's right. And, and the president would be completely ineffective if he didn't have a down ballot full of support there to enact the legislation that he's looking to push to radically change this country. And that's why they affected the down ballot in the way that they did in the senators, uh, with the Congress, with local officials. And that is right. Everybody needs to be looked at. And we are we are going to look into this. We're, we're absolutely going to be contacting these people immediately. And again, I think everybody here that's watching or viewing this should be reaching out to these people and asking them what happened to David Wilhelm's videos. I want to know you work for me. And that includes Governor Kemp, that includes Raffensperger, that includes Purdue, and that includes Leffler. And all of those people should be contacted immediately. Uh, we're going to hold them accountable. David Wilhelm, thank you so much for coming forward. We will take you seriously. We appreciate it. Anytime. Where's all the fighters in this country? Our country is being overthrown by communism right in front of our face. David Wilhelm is a patriot. That's a fighter. And my promise to you is that this platform will be weaponized for good. We will shine a huge bright light into the crevices of darkness where these cockroaches have been used to being able to get away with their criminal activity. No longer. You will be exposed. No gatekeeper is safe either. It doesn't matter about your party affiliation. 
Because I belong to one party, the party of God and the party of country. We are American patriots and we will hold you accountable. I guarantee that. And I encourage all of you to make those phone calls and demand answers now. Making men men again. That's what we need to do. Keys to life.shop can help you. It's found in deer antler velvet. What's the substance? It's called IGF. Are you familiar with IGF? You can do all your research that you want at keys to life.shop. But IGF helps men become men again. It restores testosterone. It's a natural substance that's found in your body. But as we age, the production levels of the IGF decreases. So just like anything else that we supplement with, you would supplement IGF-1 with the spray that can be found at keystolife.shop. Do your own research, not just for men. There are all kinds of products for women there as well, but it helps you to think more clearly. Lean muscle gain, if you're looking for those big gains of lean muscle, this is the stuff that you need right here. Healthy weight loss, this is the stuff that you need right here. You need a sleep aid. Help get yourself to sleep at night so that you can get good, restful sleep and wake up rejuvenated. Strong immune systems. IGF promotes that. Go do all the research right now on your own at keystolife.shop. Go to keys2life.shop. More of the Stu Peter Show right now. Well, a lot of you are probably going to be really upset when you hear me utter the word Christmas, but yes, it is actually time for you to start your Christmas shopping. That is the focus of today's Money Minute with Carlos Cortez. He is the CEO and founder at Cortez Wealth Management, our in-house financial expert, the premier sponsor here on the Stu Peter Show. <laughs> Look at you. Look at what, what are you? Are you serious? What is this guy doing? He's got I this, am serious. an I am ugly serious. Christmas blazer on. Why do we need to start Christmas shopping right now? Well, I don't know if you've seen the news with all the delays in cargo. Uh, we're getting a lot of shipments. I mean, we're still the number one import and exporter in the world. And so just look in L.A., the port of L.A., the principal of the ports has come out today and basically said, we are bleeding over here. We have so much cargo coming in and no truckers. And the reason why we don't have truckers, um, truck drivers, is because the mandates they're forcing the mandate. So what that translates to every kid in America is mom and dad to wait to Cyber Monday or Black Friday to buy their buy their um, their Christmas gifts. Santa Santa's going to come a month later. And so and you may not get your your Christmas gifts on time if you shop online. I like to shop online. No one wants to deal with the lines right now. And on top of that, you know, you go you go to these stores and the the actual replenishing of goods is not where it needs to be at right now. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing in Australia, the truckies are forming blockades there. They're refusing to do their job. If the truckers in this country would completely stop moving product right now, all of these globalist businesses would cease to exist. Exactly. Amazon included. They can't survive without truckers. They can't survive without airline pilots, and soon those injected pilots are more than likely going to be grounded by flight nurses or by medical staff who says, no, as a result of this increased risk of myocarditis, heart swelling, blood clots, this pilot can't fly anymore. The very people responsible for the push of this jab, this shot in the arm of every living and breathing organism that scours, crawls, or occupies planet Earth is going to come back. And it's really going to hurt them. But at the end of the day, the consumer is going to be in big trouble. If you have medicine that you need, if you have, I mean, real necessities, we're not talking about just Christmas presents here, big screen TVs and things like that. We're talking about actual necessities that will fail to get to your door. And it all comes back down to this tyrannical, unconstitutional vaccine mandate. It really is an interesting times to just 
overnight while we're sleeping, dollar just went up over 25%. Our U.S. dollar, we have an open border crisis. We have an inflation crisis that's happening right now. We have mandates that are destroying every small business out there, as well as the trucking industry, which is the offensive line for our American football team. Um, It's scary times right now. And so people need to rebalance their portfolios. So it's not on a day-to-day basis and it needs to be on a long-term basis. And that's why I'm here. I'm wearing my ugly blazer to sound an alarm. Uh, You know, if we're doing wardrobe, if we're doing wardrobe changes here, there you go. Let me put on my United States hat Um, because, you know, we're going to let these people know what it is that we stand for. Uh, real right. American patriotism. And I don't care what party you belong to, whether you're a, you claim to be an America first Republican. We've seen America first hijacked. Whether you claim to be a mega Trump Republican, we've seen that hijacked. That infiltration continues on. I believe that this is really the only news outlet still reporting on that ongoing infiltration. And we have rumors that Corey Lewandowski has now moved away from or been dismissed or fired from Trump, by Trump, at Mar-a-Lago. He's no longer around. That's unconfirmed reports that we're getting here on the Stu Peter Show. So it's making a difference as we wake up around this country. And just to, to touch on this on this trucker blockade, yes, originally it will hurt, but it will also devastate these very people that are responsible for this tyrannical push. And also, if this entire country just says, you know what, I've had enough. I've had enough of this federal government telling me what it is that I'm going to do. We are the government. The people are the government. We, the people, are the government. We are the plan. And if the plan, if the government stops funding itself, in other words, for an entire year, if you just, if every single person stops paying taxes, the government will cease to exist completely. The Fed will be crushed. It will all go away. Everybody should stop paying taxes right now. But at very minimum, everybody should stop donating to anybody, any political candidate. I don't care who they are. You should stop donating to every single political candidate, pundit, uh, or excuse me, incumbent, any of anybody that's in government, stop funding them until a f- full forensic audit takes place in your state. Uh, sorry, I kind of hijacked your segment there. Carlos Cortez. Always great having you. By the way, visit Carlos Cortez online at CortezWM.com. Cortez Wealth Management. Do business with a patriot, not with a communist. CortezWM.com or call them in the office at 813-448-3446. Until tomorrow at this time, here's what's up to it. Here's what's down to it. Here's to any way you can get to it. Here's to those that don't do it. May they be dragged to it, tied to it, or forced to it. And here's to us who do do it because we're the ones that's used to it. I'll be praying for you. Until then, fly low and avoid the radar. Remember, one day they're going to come for the car. And when they do, save the radio. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.